Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Happy Friday, everybody. If you're listening to this, that means that you've made it through the week and it's time to maybe kill some time on your drive to work or while you're at work. But either way, you're listening to the Beard Laws podcast. We're super excited. We had another good episode with me and the boys talking about some crazy news articles and everything else we get into. Greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. If you happen to watch the show live, we appreciate you guys too. And what else we would appreciate? If you checked out the Beard Laws Patreon or if you like some merchandise, they would be a great gift, whether it's Christmas, Halloween, New Year's, a birthday, or maybe a just because present there's so many great things and again whatever you are gratefully enough we'll go with that and spend and buy some of the merch of the patreon it goes right back into the show to continue to make this more fun to make the quality better and make it something that you truly do enjoy and as always if there's feedback or you have anything i always get around you can email logan at beardlaws.com but all kidding aside you could email matt at beardlaws.com but i've wasted enough of your time you're friday at that so grab that cup of coffee get ready and enjoy this episode right about now you matt like it's all right oh so we're gonna start you know the show I was, with... no i was excited to fucking do the shit tonight and here you are cutting me off already before the show even fucking starts and you're like you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna go live i was in the middle of having an important discussion with zach about the sound since zach is like new on are we live we are uh, live here. okay well we, yeah we, we do hi countdown. You how you guys doing my name is my name is John Johnson. I uh, I direct movies. Some of them are good. You probably haven't seen those, but uh, Plan Nine is now available for streaming on Amazon Prime. Hey! And it was Prime Day, so if you don't have it yet, um, you know, go get Amazon Prime, and then you can watch it for nothing, and you're gonna get free shipping, all that cool stuff. And uh, that's enough about there. But shout out to our newest member, Lalita. Weak Oh, sorry. Yeah, not Squeak Beard. He's too cool. He's like, oh, I'm going to maybe come in the studio, unlike, you know, one of our other co-hosts who always find something else to do. But let's let's do it. Oh, you got something to say first, Tubby. I don't want to cut you off again. I'm going to apologize in advance for Bomber and his, for, for what you guys don't know, Bomber has amazing internet. But for whatever reason, 
the moment he starts streaming live, not not pre-streaming, not before you click live, but the moment you start streaming live, his internet goes from making him look like he's in 4K to making him look like he's in 240p. So just please bear with him. His audio doesn't ever change, but his face does. He's like <laughs> he's like a really bad version of Hitman. Great wow. compliment. Great compliment. Speaking of bomber, everybody, this is bomber. All right. And uh, thank you for filling in on this one. As you can see here, Brandon, Jay McDermott. He's not here today. Logan, uh, he's straight up not going to be here. We're not going to play the whole waiting thing because waiting is the hardest part. I happened to call him because he pulled out in front of me while I was in a work vehicle today. So I could curse him out and tell him how shitty of a driver he was with a stupid Toronto Blue Jay stickers on the back of his piece of junk dodge. And he was like, oh, hey, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not going to be there today. I'm going to Syracuse to watch Jake DeGrom pitch. Can't be that mad about him. He's a huge baseball guy. And Jake DeGrom, if you don't know, he's one of, if not the best pitchers currently in baseball who is hurt, and he has to do his rehab start in a AAA team in Syracuse. So, hey, sellout crowd, good for them. It's about two and a half hours from us. And uh, he was going to go watch it. Can't be mad at him. But, yeah, at least let us know. So we got a bomber. Hello, bomber. So, obviously, Producer Zach is in the studio making his camera debut. I told you he has a voice for radio. If you see him looking down, doing some typing, or maybe even hear it, it's okay. He still has to produce, but he's still there. And thankfully, he doesn't have to produce a poop or semen or anything weird like that in the studio. He's doing producer Zach stuff. Yeah, I was hoping. You were hoping what? Sorry. Never mind. Oh, okay. He was, uh, um, so, so I'm not going to ask which one it was poop or cum that you got rid of. That's none of my business. And frankly, I don't want to know. And you know what, back in uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Thursday show, we would probably be featuring a bunch of weird news articles that was about poop or was potentially about cum or potentially about all these people in the UK that were pooping while coming while having sex with a carb or something like that. But we're done with that. We have a couple of topics that we're going to, that uh, were submitted by us. And one was Brandon, one was myself. I'll let you guys judge what they are, but it is in the title. We're going to talk about things that annoy our hometown, and we'd love to hear what uh, annoys you about your hometown. And then the second part is wrestling. We're going to talk about some wrestling, all right? Because I got to admit, I think every single person that I knew when we were kids watched wrestling, and I bet you it's down to like 2 to 3% of people that still watch it as they got older. And we're going to talk about why, and we're just going to have a little wrestling talk. But um, first thing I want to talk about is... Um, Toby in his uh, YouTube channel they had another premiere today. I, I was I was less chatty in there because I was painting a room, but I had it out there and I was listening and it was awesome. So if you want to tell, give everybody a quick little recap and I'll, we'll, we'll put the link in there. If you want, I'm not the boss of you. It was it was a little bit longer than we normally have. I'm not going to lie. Um, normally we go between we try for like between like that 35 and 45 minute kind of sweet spot. Um, couldn't really oh, do that yeah. with this one. Cause if we did, it would have been like 35 minutes for this and then 20 minutes for the next video. So it's an, it's like an hour and two minutes, but outside of maybe the last five minutes of the video, there's that no point in time where angel is not losing it. Uh, the name of the, the, the name of the, um, the game that we played is called find yourself. It's by Amika games. It, it is known as quote unquote the king of jump scares and uh certainly provided uh, proved that with angel although the next one that we're getting ready to play is also by amika games and it's way worse for, for her we're, what's the name of the, the, the game company uh emika e-m-i-k-a yeah they are absolutely amazing that's they're our favorite i think we played 
I think we played three games by them now, if you count the current one that we're doing. And just yep. each one keeps getting more and more intense as you go. So it's it's been a lot of fun. Yep. So there is the link in whether we're on the Beard Laws YouTube, the Beard Laws Twitch, or the Beard Laws Facebook. And our friends at the Talking Beards Network, there's the link if you guys want to check it out. Feel free. And uh, definitely give it a thumbs up. And if you can't watch it right now because you're watching us, that's cool. Just open another tab. Or just uh, you know like it and then go back to your like videos on YouTube and give it a watch a little later. Watch through it; it is worth the watch. So uh, good stuff. Make sure you guys check it out. And obviously, uh, there we go. Look down on the Copper Johns ticker throughout there. Producer Zach is doing a good job. He's going to throw some facts. He's going to have all sorts of cool stuff on there. So if you get bored of watching it, you can at least read. If you can't read, Grim, at least we're here for you, so we can do audio. All right. Yeah, the Copper Johns ticker, by the way, for anybody that doesn't can't really see it because maybe you're looking on a phone, it's right next to the person that's doing stop motion. <laughs> He's saying stop, did, collaborate, and listen. Why did I? By the way, Bomber knows I love. Him. By the way, I've I've done lives with Bomber multiple <laughs> times. He knows how much I love him. I just love giving him. I don't know what it is about, and it's only Streamyard. It's literally only Streamyard with him. Yeah, I have a, right now it's good. He's I got four hundred. I've got four hundred meg. Right oh. now, I'm picking at eighty-one. His internet is so much better than mine. But the moment Streamyard grabs a hold of his, his, <laughs> the moment Streamyard grabs a hold of his unit, he just gets <laughs> flaccid, and he smiles. I saw it. Bang! All right, bomber. The beard looks great today. By the it way, does. it does. It does. You, yeah, uh, you got some. Yeah, I had, to, I had to bring definitely. in another person that had a beard for you, Matt. Like I couldn't. I appreciate that. I mean, uh, you know, got the uh, got the uh, bourbon in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like the that bourbon? Bio, yes. It's pretty, pretty good, enough. right? Tell yeah. me, tell me if I'm wrong. Would it not make a fantastic candle? Like the first thing yes. I smelled, I was like, "This." It's a little bit kind of. I know it's bourbon bio or bio or however we say. It depends on you know if you're south or north. You know, we're Canadian, so it's you know bourbon maple bio. Um, down south, it's Bob Bio. They, you know, you change it. But uh, the first thing, it, it kind of reminded me like kind of like hippie-ish. You know what I mean? Like it'd make a, just a really good candle. Yeah, it's got that good Nakchamba smell in it. So it 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 got, yeah, you can definitely fill a room with it and be just chilling. Yep. Is, it a, yeah. is it a beard balm or like a beard wax or what? A, what is wax it? Wax and uh, oil. Oil, wax, bomb, they have it in all different sense. Yeah. They might as they, well they might as well just make candles then if they're already making beard wax. I mean, it doesn't take much to put a wick in there. He used to, um, but he kind of stopped with the line because he ended up instead of focusing on the candles, he started doing um um skin, like uh butter skin or whatever it would be, skin butter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, that sounds creepy, but either way. Lotion. Um, I mean kind lotion? of, but he calls it body skin or skin uh, skin butter. Body That's butter. That. Yeah. Body butter. That's yeah. the one I knew we'd get there. I got and it. Also, I got it, Hannibal. Let's just keep moving. Jesus. Okay. And then he also did women's cologne. So if there's any women out there like, oh, beard company, they would never think of us. They have a woman's cologne. And I think I know somebody that you're maybe going over that I would love to send a bottle and uh, see what she has to say. You can't smell for shit. but I, I can't smell can. anything, but she loves it. Like when I got my um, vanilla alchemy from Wooly Wizard. Holy. Yep. Oh my God. She loved that. She likes the stuff that she likes pretty much all the stuff that I get. I get based on what I know she likes. Yep. So if we can get something over to her and let her give like an honest review, maybe during the podcast or at any time, yep. then let's do it. Yeah. Well, um, what would you do? I don't know. I'll even grow my oh. facial hair back out oh, for God. it. 
Just press enter studio again. Producer Zach pressing buttons out here. Just don't press end broadcast. There's a hotkey on the mouse. Oh, yeah. Well, don't press the hotkey. I didn't mean to. Press mute. All right. So, producer Zach, first time he's, he's going to make it through there. But, uh, yeah. So, you got to get him one of these, man. He, he's got it right under. You can see it. You could click on. On switch, there's an on off switch, yeah. There is. Oh, he'll be all right then. He'll figure it out. No, he uh, he accidentally kicked himself out of the studio altogether. Great producer, you're doing you're doing wonderful things, Zach. Who hotkeys that on the mouse? Oh, bro, you know what it is, Matt. He 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 nat won his dexterity role for a second. I did. Look at you, he's like. Nope. Um, but yes, remind me. We'll send uh, we'll send you guys a care package, and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll set up a Toby and Angel um, affiliate code, so you you guys can make some money. People can uh, use that code if they. I'll love buy it. a whole bunch of stuff, and I'll uh, I'll raffle it off uh, at the meetup. Little spouse butter. There we go. You remind me. We'll make it happen, and uh, that's awesome. And I know Bomber. Uh, you have a code as well. Yes, I do. There we go. Yeah. Look at that. Code. I have a code, and he's got a code. Everybody's got back. And now I feel bad that you don't have a code. So we're gonna. Well, we're gonna I mean, let's be honest. You guys have beards. I have. Uh, I have the Higgins. So yeah, but... it makes more sense for the guy that has the least amount of facial hair to not have the least amount of codage. But we have mustache waxes. Either way, so amazing. And and the cool thing too, I'm gonna say this one more time because this is Copper John's ticker. Um, we were able to collab with a couple different Harley Davidsons, like local Harley Davidsons. So we have a whole bunch of Harley Davidson insti- uh, like inspired scents and everything. They're amazing. So if anybody uh, is bearded and loves Harley or women, if you're into, you know what I mean, the scents and stuff with the body butter, thanks, Bomber, cologne, stuff like that. The cologne scent um, that they have in women's, I should have probably remembered that. But I'll let you know the different ones. There's guy cologne, women's cologne, and yeah, what you got, Toby? Okay, not that I'm sponsored by them, but I do. I absolutely love them. I, I'm going to see if I can get sponsored by them because their their stuff can get a little expensive from time to time. But there is yep. a a candle place out there. They they go by the name of Goose Creek Candle. Okay. Um, they do have an app, but um, the reason I the the way that I found them is my wife loves the smell of like like we were just talking about harleys right so of course for whatever reason it got me thinking all right my leathers and you know my jacket and my everything and i was like ah goose creek candle makes a candle scent that is literally it's just leather and i swear it is by far her favorite candle scent she's ever smelled there's a couple so, that, uh, that we have that has leather, not candles, obviously. But uh, do you want to hear the scent profile on the uh, the woman's cologne, or do you want it to be a surprise? Do you want Do you want to hear the scent profile on the women's cologne, or do you want it to be a surprise, baby? And she's on her way. She's like, I'm coming. All right, all right. So not only that, they have that. They actually have like a, a woman's hair and skin oil, which is the same scent profile, and it's called the Effie. E-F-F-I-E, pretty sure I said it right. And it's uh, lemon, granny smith apple, jasmine, marigold, musk, amberwood, and cedar. And you're going, that's way too much. I've got a whiff of this. Love a good musk. She is a very, she is a very earthy scent woman. She likes natural, she likes natural wood. She likes leather. She likes like cedar wood, sandalwood, you know, mahogany, like. No, yep. no, you're not. No, the basic girl would have loved what he just said. 
I think I, I think you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised. Either way, we're going to get it to you. You're going to try it, and uh, if you don't like it, that's cool too. Just let us know. Again, in the scent profiles, that's why there's so many. It's not for anybody. But again, Intermountain Harley Davidson. Thank you for collabing with us. Let's get into our topics. That was Copper Johns. If anybody wants to, you can go to thebestbeardoils.com. That was smart. I did that. I did that all by myself. You did. I made that. All right, let's do the thing. First one: things that annoy you about your hometown or the place that potentially you're living now. Because let's be honest, everybody has something that really annoys them. Every place has some things that are really good. Well, most places. Um, I'm assuming you know every place has something good. And then there's a lot of places <laughs> that it just stinks. So uh, She's I don't like, know. I gotta walk away. That's probably yeah. I mean, you, you kind of hinted at it uh, earlier. Uh, what you said, and I believe you said everything. Yeah, yeah, especially the internet. I think that'd be high on your list. I mean, I can. There's a couple of things I could talk about, but so the downside to me, like, if you really want, I can talk to you about every place I've lived, which might make me a better candidate to go last because (laughs) I've been. I I was in the military for 20 years, so as we all know, I grew up in Minnesota, but I lived in North Carolina, Louisiana, California, Alaska. Washington State, and then I also spent a year in Bosnia and a year in Iraq. So if you want me to talk about all the the pros and cons of each of those places, I'm more than happy to. I have vivid memories of, God forbid, every single one of those places. I thought you were going to say Bosnian pizza. Let's not not do all of them. Okay, we won't do all of them. If you want, I'll go last. And I'll okay, just yeah. grab like a couple. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the thing. How, how about bomber? You lead us off. Whether it's you know maybe it's a hometown and you know you were born and raised there and you're still there. Maybe it's a place, whatever. Either hometown or current place. What's something that just annoys you? Tell us about the banjos, man. Um, bomber. Um, I can probably say the thing that is top of the list. I can just say it's Cleveland Browns. Oh, amen. That's. The factory of sadness. <laughs> I live in a town that hasn't had a football team that's been any worth of shit in 30 years. The rivers have caught fire. And it snows a lot. Uh, we can relate to that, except for we don't have a football team. And let's be honest, you're probably going to end up having a football team with a much different uh, mascot in the next five years, I'd have to imagine. You can, you can claim Buffalo. Yeah, but they're still four hours like west of us. So I, you are I like I'm, literally in the middle of nowhere, New York. Yeah, We're actually very close to Ottawa. So yeah, but that we in, can claim can, the senators. Yeah, fuck them. No, I'm not claiming them. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> claims the senators. Ottawans don't even claim the senate. You know what? We're not going to get into hockey talk. That's no, we won't get into that because we could go off on them. But uh, oh, all right, yeah. Man. So um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say one thing. Oh, go ahead, bomber. Um. I mean, and it's probably mostly everywhere. I mean, you know, this, the sense of entitlement. I mean, I live in kind of a um, middle-class area and I'm mm-hmm. definitely not like the middle-class attitude. So the sense of entitlement of people going to, I mean, just Walmart and they're like, I'm important. Yep. Sends me over the edge, but that's pretty, probably pretty much everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see that. Uh, one, one thing I'll say based, you know, kind of keep going with this Canada talk and everything that we just did is oh, sure. um, pre, I guess, pandemic. And it probably it's going to start ramping up again. But uh, we're border town, obviously. So a lot of Canadians would come over and, you know, spend a lot of their money because it was much cheaper for them to come over, pay the dues, buy their stuff, 
go over, pay the dues again, pay the taxes on the products that they just bought, still save money. Not complaining about that. But the Canadians coming over and kind of, you know, when when they do a Thanksgiving sale on turkeys and buying four shopping carts of turkeys and just kind of like plowing through you and just having no goddamn courtesy. And, you know, there's a lot of shitty people in every town. And, you know, there's some in here, but relatively it's a pretty easy going you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of good people and then you get this and then the next thing you know, there's pretty much brawls over frigging turkeys and these Canadians and shit. And it's like, uh, that's one thing that does get a little bit old for me. But uh, Zach, you got, you got anything that, uh, that annoys you? I know there's going to be a couple, any that you want to say live while you're on the air that a lot of people that are watching you from this hometown can replay and listen to. The big thing for me is, so I left for 11 years and I came back in, in the, especially like the first six months coming back, it was the going to the store and people that I just, I waved to, I was polite. Hey man, how's it going? Mm-hmm. But then I don't, there's like this weird thing where they felt obligated to be like, so, Hey man, how you been? Where you been? Mm-hmm. Oh, so-and-so. And it's like, listen, we haven't talked since before graduation. Do you really care? Like, can I just get my milk and my half and half? And can I go like, cause I know you have other stuff you want to do too. Like we don't need to do this, but no. it, it happens a lot. Yeah. you know call me a dick for thinking that what you know come on let's move things on what about uh bomber where you're from like when you when somebody's like hey how's it going you know they greet you what's one of the first things that comes out of their mouth is it like a hey hello because here it's just living the dream every fucking person i think that i know Uh, program i think it's like uh, a toss-up between a you know same old same old or you know, yeah, living the dream. So it's not um, just Yeah, and it's... I, I don't try to associate with a lot of people that are around my town because they're just goddamn annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anytime that I've seen anybody from, like, way back in high school that I haven't talked to and since graduation, they're like, oh my god, it's you, how's it going? Eh, it's alright. Yeah, I'm living the dream. Oh. Uh, that drives me fucking nuts. Ugh. I and, like to look them right in the eyes and say, more than enough, more like a nightmare, huh? <laughs> well, I would always say, you know, well, I guess if you're living the dream, then I'm the man of your dreams. That's fucking weird, huh, bud? <laughs> and most of, and then there was one guy that I used to work with all the time. He'd be like, just live in the dream. And I looked at him one day. I said, if you fucking say it again, I'm telling you, I'm not only going to throat punch you, I'm going to throat punch and dick punch you at the same fucking time. Stop saying it. And the next day, I was like, hey, how's it going? He went, uh, Living Dead's a really good series. Um, I'm pretty good. And I think from that day, and then he would just pick up, he would always go, literally, I was at the store and literally, I saw the funniest thing. Literally, it was, I was almost dying. I love those people that don't understand the pure definition of literal and figuratively. So then it was the same thing. I'm going to throat punch mm. you and dick punch you. And it, thankfully, he stopped saying literally for a little bit. So we were just saying, you know, uh, you know, the one thing that comes out of their mouth. But uh, I think we're ready for you now. What's uh, feel free okay. to just go. So here's the thing is like, I'm not going to include Iraq because obviously I'm probably going to have a slightly biased um, interpretation of what I think Iraq, uh, Iraqi culture is like. However, we all know that. OK, so here's your choices. I'll give everybody three. All right, since there's three other people in this chat, and I'll let each of you choose one. I've lived oh. in Minnesota, North Carolina. Um, I very short stint in New York, so I won't include that really. 
Uh, California, Washington State, Alaska, and Bosnia. I'm going Minnesota. And And Haiti. Yes. So Matt wants Minnesota. So let me tell you. So Minnesota is probably the second best place that I've ever lived. The reason is besides the climate, um, you get all. So you get all four seasons, right? Um, There's nothing greater than seeing a fall. And like you hear people always talk about the falls, like the fall in like um, the upper uh, northeast right like what is it new yeah. jersey or wherever new hampshire everybody goes Nobody to go see the leaves the yeah so you new get jersey that in, yeah so you get that in in minnesota so you get these gorgeous colors during the fall you get nice temperate climate climate in the fall and in the spring summer is usually i mean if you're talking like mid to late you know mid to late july through like mid-august it's horrible no matter where you live. I don't care where you are. It's it's horrible. It's going to be humid. It's going to be hot regardless of where you live. It was like that in Alaska. I'm sure it's like that in the North Pole. It's right um, where we are, too. Same, we have the same. I bet you we're very close yeah. on the latitude of where yeah. I think we're 44. It is absolutely gorgeous in Minnesota. I loved Minnesota. Now, the downside to Minnesota for anybody that's lived in the Midwest or anywhere north, and when I say north, I'm talking north. No, Maine, you do not, you're not nearly as north as Minnesota is. So don't even try your bullshit like you always try. <laughs> um, learn that maps get flattened out so that it does this on the edges. You're like midway through Minnesota. Did you um, say the earth is flat? It is. No, I said <laughs> maps get flattened out. Don't try it. So, don't you, don't you start with that shit with me, you devil tongued serpent. Um, That's a different topic. The, the worst part, obviously for Minnesota or any place that's in the upper Midwest or the upper Northeast or even the upper Northwest is always going to be winter and snow. Like a lot of people hate it. I personally, I love it. I love snow. I love, I love the winter. I don't have a problem with all the slush and the blizzards and everything else that everybody else hates. And the reason is, is because I am a child at heart, but an adult in body, which means I still have the ability to see shit. I have to shovel the driveway, but at the same time, I can go, I bet there's some really cool fucking snow hills around the corner. Yeah. The worst is, though, where we're from, you get the snow, and then it's negative 35 for two and a half weeks, and you can't go enjoy the shit because it's so goddamn cold. Yeah. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into how I felt about Alaska. So Alaska... uh, Probably, I, let's see here. I said Minnesota was my second, so Alaska is my third favorite state for okay. all the exact same reasons as Minnesota, with the difference that you don't get it's not like what they say where you have 24 hours of darkness. You might have 24, you might have 24 hours of darkness for about 20 days. Um, is certain as, areas too, it's not all yeah, of Alaska, right? Yeah, as, as high as. Fairbanks, like the more north you get, so a lot. What as a lot of people as, don't realize, as high as you lot, on the Tuesday show. Yeah, what a lot of people don't realize is that Alaska is the largest of all the fifty U.S. states. Texans want to tell you that it's them, and what they don't realize is it takes five Texases to fill the United States, whereas in comparison, it only takes two Alaska, two, <laughs> two. So. Uh, <laughs> 
So suck it up, Texas. Um, Hold on. Did you see Rossi's comment? No, of course I did. Of course okay. I did. And I I'll break his leg again when he shows oh. back up on my property. So um, <laughs> just, just, just kind of took it in stride. I was going to let it go, not say anything. And then what I was going to do was smash his ankle with a skateboard as soon as he showed up on my property. But see, you've ruined it now, Matt. Because I'm just a skater boy. You. He said, now see it's you later, you. boy. That's on me. That's on me. Um, but before we get into the third one, I, I just want to remind people really quick that we do have the picker wheel. So if you have yes. any questions for the picker wheel, please let us know. It can be anything. It can be, you know, uh, what's your, I don't know. I was going to say everything was dirty. That was coming. Any question in the entire world, we'll spin it. If we land it, we have to talk about it. All right. That's right. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll finish Alaska real quick. Like the, the best part about Alaska, one is where I was in Fairbanks. Um, I love riding my motorcycle. Um, the summertime, you pretty much literally get 24 hours of daylight, like wow, without having to put on headlights or anything for about three straight months. It, it does suck, but I mean, you cover up your windows and you're fine, but it is gorgeous. And uh, I couldn't drive more than 10 minutes without going up a mountain range in any wow. direction. That's awesome. And it was beautiful view. Like I loved Alaska. Hunting is amazing. Outdoor activities are awesome. Like I, and again, I can stand the cold. It's a little too cold for me, which is why I give it that one notch below Minnesota. So okay. I've covered those two places. Bomber, where would you like me to, to rate? Just because it, it just going to be an interesting conversation. California. Fuck California. Yeah. Right, so let me explain real quick why I hate California. Um, Californians. Um, it really is mostly that uh, their their climate actually isn't bad. Um, not a huge fan of of the scenery in California. I'm not gigantic on the ocean and outside of the ocean with California. There's not a shit ton there. You get a little bit of mountain range and a little bit of hills there. But outside of that, like fucking Californians. Like, I'm sorry, yes. man. Like, if you live in California, you might be a good person. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say all Californians because I'm not that blanket person. But in general, the majority, when 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 out of 100 people that I've probably met from California, 99 and one half, because one was a midget, were all horrible, shitty personalities. I'm just going to go with that's California. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have to imagine I've, I, well, I have met a decent amount of people through social media and stuff that were California. A lot of them, a lot of them are typical Californians. And then a lot of people that move from all over the world to Cali, they start to become them. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, oh, we can. I, I yeah. Don't get it. It's I don't just get it. like, like I've got one of my mods. Like, I mean, I love KK Cali, babe. Like I love her, but she is your stereotypical super ditzy blonde valley girl she's she's that she's she's an awesome person but goddamn if you're trying to explain something to her (laughs) set aside some time bro like i love her to death but i i have to look at my watch and and go all right i got time for this i got (laughs) i feel uh, heat lasers being shot through me to toby by khaleesi I can't help it that Khaleesi fits right into that fucking rest of the genre. Uh, yep. That is uh shout out to Jeremy Little. What's up, my dude? Uh, pretty soon. We're, hey, hit me up. Remind me. We're going to have the kick-ass jerky ticker in an episode coming up there. 
That shit's amazing. So good. All right. Let's so, um I'm gonna, oh, hold go on real quick, Zach. Where where yeah. you got for me? Do you want me to cover anywhere? Do you remember all the places I said that I've been? Let's do Bosnia. I, I made the Bosnian jo- uh, pizza joke. So let's do Bosnia. Bosnia is number one. Hey, Bosnia okay. is the, outside, listen, as it was completely war torn when I went, obviously, because I went at the peak of the of the Bosnian, uh, the Bosnia Herzegovina um war with in with kosovo and all that other stuff going on but climate uh the the people that are there the environment the the temperatures like everything in bosnia i'm not gonna lie to you was like it was gorgeous it was like being at home just in a completely different culture and the reason why it tips the scale on minnesota is every girl there still wears spandex disco jeans Hell yeah. Long, dark hair, olive skin. They all look like they've just been doing Jane Fonda's workout their whole lives. Wearing spandex disco jeans like they're still in style. Chef's kiss. Bosnia, <laughs> number one. Bosnia, <laughs> number one. Um, hell yeah. Oh, that was good. That was a good topic. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Brandon, that was his idea. Couldn't be here, but that was a good topic. Uh, let's, go with, uh, let's go with one I had. If you guys want to, I mean... You guys watch wrestling either as adults or children, like the W, the WWF, or what? You know what I mean, like that. Kind I'm, of yeah, I'm not a current wrestler. Um, I'm not a current wrestling fan. I am a '80s through Attitude Era '90s wrestling yep. fan. Okay, same same here, and I have to imagine just about all of us. You know, we're the we're the same. Obviously, Zach's probably the youngest, but I think he does appreciate it as well. And you guys were actually wrestlers. Like the real kind of wrestling, not saying that the WWE is fake. But one thing that is very intriguing to me is pretty much every single person I knew growing up, growing up, growing up, uh, watched wrestling, great, loved wrestling. Uh, you were getting, you know, stunners in the hallway. Like it was just a thing. You know what I mean? The the shirts, the the toys. And like I said, Squeak said earlier, he was he was Macho Man Randy Savage for like seven Halloweens, I think. So, I mean, it was just a thing. And, and now, I mean, just being out in, you know, say – um, a, a store that begins with W and rhymes with fart. You go into the toy section, you don't see a ton of wrestling stuff. You know what I mean? And you don't see a lot of kids that are wearing the attire. And the only reason, honestly, that I even hear the word wrestling or hear a little bit about it is because I listened to the Pat McAfee show. And now he's going to be on SummerSlam. And he, who he is a retired contract. Yeah, he's, he's a retired NFL punter from the Indianapolis Colts. And now he is into the wrestling scene as a, as a uh, wrestler. i tell you what, man, his, his wrestling mania. His WrestleMania day, what what was the name again? It was um, what what, what was his name? Did he go up against? Um, no, I'm trying Pat? to remember the name of the. It was it's it's Pat, right? It's um, Pat McAfee. Pat yes. McAfee. Yeah, dude, his debut in WrestleMania was phenomenal. It was it was it was phenomenal. Like like I said, I don't watch a lot of current wrestling. I did watch yep. this year's WrestleMania. Some people were kind enough to give me access to it, and it kind of jump-started me back into it. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why it jump-started me back into it was because of McAfee. Yeah, same. He had a great match. It was. It had a lot going on. He surprised the hell out of me, I'll tell you that. Like with His, his athleticism. Yes. Oh, my God. Like Jumping like, up on the in the corners. When and... he did the jump up in the corner and the suplex from the corner, I was like, yeah, whoo. Yeah, we were watching it on my on my not live on high notes, and I was just getting excited. But that was 
That was good. And, and that's, you know, and that kind of what triggered this question. You know what I mean? Like we were all there. We lived kind of the same, you know, era of wrestling and everything. But like, what do you think changed? Is it because there's more shit for kids to watch and, you know, or, or do you think it's the, 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 not the show, but the, the, the sport itself? I feel, I'm sorry. I'll let somebody else go before. It's, if Bomber will be able to tell you this is a topic that regularly, we end up falling into on my lives and I end up talking for like an hour and a half on this. Okay. Well, if you go too long, I'll cut you off. Yeah. I don't know if there, what would have possibly changed to, are you saying more like sway people away from it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it just, is, yeah. It, I mean, I don't I guess know. I get, I, I guess I would say, I, I think what Matt's trying to say is what has caused, what has caused people to seemingly, I mean, and I'm going to say it seems like that for me because I don't watch anymore, but what has caused, it seems like there's been a sway in the age targeted, the, the targeted age group for the audience versus what it used to be where it was almost like we're, we're trying to get everybody with this to where it seems like a lot of the older crowd, like those of us that are, the, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. The Gen Xers and early millennials do not watch wrestling as much as when it was out in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s is 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 being viewed now. Yep. I mean, look, I mean, uh, I watch a fair amount like, you know, we'll we'll have it on on Monday night and Friday night or whatever. I mean, I'm not sitting there intently with every episode, but I mean, it's still a good smattering of people. I mean, age groups. I mean, there's the kids there. You know, you don't really have any of the face painting anymore because nobody really face paints anymore. Yeah, you, know? you don't have your ultimate warriors. Yeah, you don't have the kids all ultimate warriored out. But um, I don't know. I think I think honestly, it took a kind of a bit of a turn. And I applaud WWE for this of how they handled it was when COVID hit. Um, they kept going, but had it in a studio, and then they eventually got to a point where you could log into a live stream and be put up on a monitor like you were sitting in the crowd. That was so smart of them. I will say that that was smart of them. It got yeah. more people in a in a world where everybody wants to be instantly famous and instantly seen. Like you guys will see that on your social media lives. People come in. Ah, I want a shout out. It's the same concept. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, I th- I I do. I think that that was an absolutely amazing move on their part. Um, I don't know. I mean, what else? I I think they're doing really well too is with the cameo appearances. Like they had Stone Cold with Pat McAfee on there. You know what I mean? I, I called it that he was going to be there for both nights. There was yep. doubters out there, but I was like, I feel like he's going to be there both nights. Yep. And, and I I'd have to imagine again, not being a guy that watches it currently, but I have to imagine a lot of the wrestlers are still really good at what they do. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're not act, but they're, you know, their personalities are really good. They probably play into the parts really well. They're obviously freaks of nature. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have the, the mankind McFoley's that are oh, yeah. huge names. Current, there. Day mean, wrestling, all... current day wrestlers. Absolutely. They're just, they're beasts. Yeah. It's like they looking have... at a shit ton of iron sanctuaries out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's, I do have to say they have a good, you know, they have a, all the heavyweight big guys, you know, like, uh, but, and then they also have the, the smaller guys that are absolutely their athleticism and their being able to, you know, run the ropes in a sense and jump from one set. Yeah. 
Rey Mysterio, um, Sin Cara. RVD yeah. jumps to my mind from a little bit. Well, and here's back. here's the other see, and we're all mentioning people that really were bigger back in the oh. late '90s in in early 2000s. But here's the thing: is uh, professional wrestling, believe it or not, whether people want to admit it or not, professional wrestling actually is very hand in hand with professional boxing. The heavyweights draw the crowds, but your best matches are seen at that middleweight, super welterweight, and and light heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. heavyweights are the big brawlers. They're like they're you're they're, they're your Brock Lesnar's. You know what I mean? But then your excitement comes from the light, the lighter weight classes where you've got your high flyers and you've got your fast guys. Like, let's be honest, back in the back during the like the attitude era, heavyweights were the main attraction. You had your Stone Cold, you had your Rock, you had Mick Foley, you had Undertaker, you had Kane. That's all your Triple H. All these guys are your heavyweights. Not to but mention then, when NWO came over. But at the same time, you also had the greatest triple threat tag team matches on the face of the planet between 3D and the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. Like, and these are your lightweight. These are your light heavyweights. These are your super welterweights. Like, even back then in the Attitude Era, the heavyweights are are used to draw the crowd, but to keep the crowd, it's it's the lower weight classes that keep them. If all you ever do is have heavyweights, it's eventually going to falter and you need to find a new plan. That's where you kind of ran into problems from the 1980s moving into the attitude era, because as the eighties faded out, all the eighties ever had was heavyweights. True. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Big John Studd, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Randy Macho Man Savage, George the Animal Steel. I can go on and on. They're all considered your heavyweight class. Yep. And as you started moving on, people needed something. Not to mention the fact that you look at the movesets that people do nowadays and compare that to Hulk Hogan's leg drop, which, to be honest, it's a joke. But the reason why it worked versus why... Like the reason you still get that kind of love for like Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, even though their move sets weren't nearly as dynamic, nearly as complicated, is because their personalities are better than the personalities of today. You Huge. can have the most acrobatic, just death defying move set on the face of the planet. But if you have the personality of a wooden plank, <laughs> you're garbage to watch. There's yep. no more storyline. There's no more soap opera. Back in the day, you would have guys would come and they'd still be they'd be pre-recorded. We all know that they were pre-recorded, but Mean Gene Okerlund sitting there and having a conversation with the Macho Man, like right before he goes out <laughs> to the ring, and then as soon as it's over, another interview talking about what happened. Well, you know what? I went in there and Hulk Hogan got the best of me. It was something, it was a soap opera and it was really, really easy to get yourself involved in because there was these, they, and they didn't have to be overly complicated, but they were just so intriguing of storylines. Everybody remembers the, the three-way tear between Hulk Hogan, Randy Macho Man Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. We all know it. 
whether you say you do or not, me just mentioning it, you go, holy shit. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. You know it. Tell me a storyline that means shit to you at any point in time in literally the last decade. It's yeah. not nearly as gripping as anything that happened in Attitude Era. No. Nothing that happened in the 80s. Every, if I mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin smacking Vince McMahon with, with a bedpan in the hospital, you remember it. If I talk to you about DX showing up at WCW essentially in a Jeep with a 50 cal on it, you remember that. But you don't remember shit that happens anymore because it's stale, boring, flaccid storylines that give no depth to your characters and you're relying on these high-flying moves and these guys just having these builds, and it's just not drawing to the audience anymore. It might be to a younger crowd who has that shorter attention span, and they won't be able to hang on to that backstory and all the other things that are happening. But to your Gen Xers, your early millennials, and even quite a bit of your Gen Zers, they need that. We need that in order to stick with this type of entertainment we need a story we're the ones that like going to watch movies and watching a movie that's got a really good plot with a good backstory to develop the whole movie you're not doing that anymore and if you're not doing that you're eventually going to lose which is why they have to adapt to this tiktok style marketing of hey i'm going to throw your face up onto this uh under this giant screen i'm going to give you that chance for your 30 seconds of fame and that's imagine what if mankind had now. a TikTok. <laughs> What's that? that? Imagine if mankind had a TikTok. Oh God, that'd be awesome. awesome. Yeah. But you have to imagine awesome. too, like back, you know, uh, when this wrestling and everything was, you know, in its prime. You didn't have all these short form stuff, and now I think yeah. so many people in that younger generation they don't have the attention span for this stuff of, you know, uh, you know, 30, 60 seconds, a couple of minutes, and it's like, ah, oh, this is boring. They don't want the buildup of that you know that drama and that storyline anymore, in a way, so, in and a that's way. what drove, that's what really okay. drove your matches back in the day and not just like the major ones like wrestlemania or pay-per-views like i'm literally like sunday sunday morning wrestling used to be a big thing like saturday no it was saturday yeah because you'd have saturday morning cartoons and sunday morning wrestling and it would be all these things would drive up and they would drive these storylines to just build and build and build and continue to be more intense. And then that Sunday when they know nobody's at work, it's Sunday morning and everybody is just now, now you're glued. Like I, I grew up watching Jerry Blackwell and um, Greg, uh, Greg and, and Jim Vanya and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orton and Baron Von Roschke, like the fantastics. That's who I grew up watching. And those people are the ones that really it's that's how they that's how they did it, man. Like all American wrestling back in the day was like huge for me. That was the Midwest thing. And then the fabulous Freebirds. I learned about all these other ones and they eventually like WWF just eventually. And I'm sorry, I'm not calling them WWE. Fuck you. And fuck that panda wielding WWE uh, or WWF that made them change their shit. But I really do miss old school wrestling just because even if even if the move sets and like their abilities weren't nearly as good the stories it was just the stories it was just a muscle bound literally it was just a muscle bound daily soap opera and it yep. was just it would hurt men. 
Yeah, and it would <laughs> hook, you know, because yep. the like you compare. Okay, who's who's your bad? Who's your bad guy nowadays? Like, who's your bad guy that people are like, fuck that guy? Who is it? I don't know. Anybody? I know, I know they brought Brock Lesnar back at WrestleMania, so I, but I don't know if he's a heel or not. It's, it's, it's kind of a show. split right now. People are kind of either for or against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay, really? so let's take yeah. Roman Reigns. I like Roman. Okay, so here you got Roman Reigns, right? Which, by the way, he's my long shot for celebrity death in 2023. Oh um, shit! Yeah, I said what I said. Uh, this year, I thought it's, you were uh, bring up celebrity death match for a second. No, no, no. This, this year, my here. my long shot for celebrity death is Jason Momoa. Yeah, um, <laughs> same person, aren't they? But take Roman Reigns, right? Who's like the who's like your bad guy of bad guys right now? Go ahead and compare him and his storyline and his TV appearances and his 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 spots. You know, his speaking spots. Compare him with. The bad guy back in the day, Ric Flair. Yeah, or 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 DX. You can't compare him. Yeah, or Jesse the Body Ventura, who was another bad guy. Like he, all he he was your he was the one that he was the Deadpool. Jesse Ventura was the Deadpool. He was the anti-hero, right? Like he, like everybody loved him, but he supposedly was like the guy you're not supposed to like, which is what Steve Austin was. People don't realize that Steve Austin was not a good guy. Steve Austin was a heel the whole time. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> but people loved him. just loved him. Compare yeah. that to compare that to Roman Reigns. Roman <laughs> Reigns cannot hold a candle to a, a bad guy anywhere from the attitude era back. He can't hold a candle to Mr. Fuji, which Can- let's talk about managers. Where the fuck are the managers, and why do we not have manager storylines? Well, and that's the yeah. thing is the manager, the only one that's there is um the one that's Paul Reigns. Still, right? Paul, yeah, but he jumped yeah. like uh Brock Lesnar came back and Paul Hamish came back, and then all of a sudden he left. Where's and Paul then all Barrett? Of a Paul Barrett dead? Paul, Paul Heyman? Paul Barrett's dead. Oh yeah, Paul Barrett died, yeah. I think but Paul not- Bearer was like the last legit wrestling manager, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, he was like the last, like, legitimate all he did. He wasn't an announcer or anything like that. He legitimately, all he ever did, he's like, oh. I loved can, Paul Bearer, man. Like, I loved Paul Bearer for how much of a wuss he was. Like, I loved Paul Bearer for that. Well, and his the facial expressions and stuff. But I, I do have to say, though, Nowadays, actually, I honestly, instead of just being eye candy anymore, the women's division, because they've gone away from the uh, whole diva thing. They tried that whole thing with the diva matches, and that was kind of bringing out the uh, more of the women into the into the frame. But now, like there was a big push for them to get away from that. And it's like now it's the women's division. And now I enjoy watching those matches a lot more than the other ones because there's uh well i mean just purely because 100% i agree with bomber women's wrestling now in the women's that. women's representing in professional wrestling is is 300% better than it was yes even in the even in the even in the attitude era 
in the attitude era they were mainly like eye candy and like you know arm candy with a couple like you've got ones that did wrestle like Trish Stratus and and uh Sable but even I mean even China? then China, China was no woman um, <laughs> no. that's not what so, the video said. Joni what was it Joni Laura was her name Joni Laura right wasn't that China's real name oh, um, I'm not sure but at the same, guy that, you know, that w- that might have started signifying the, the turn, but it turned in the wrong way. Like they started giving women a little bit more of the spotlight as Minus physical athletes, but then they went the way of divas. Yeah, that, that nobody that here that. believes that Stacy Keebler can kick anybody's ass. They just yeah, enjoyed the fact that she had eight foot long legs from her heel to her hip. The leggy Stacy Keebler. Let's yeah. be honest, too. It's kind of like trying to compare that people actually love watching lingerie football for the game. Yeah. I am not going to lie to you. My wife will tell you. I have pointed it out to her. Games, I watch. Hmm. I, and by the way, have a little bit of respect. It's no longer the lingerie football league. It's the, it's the Legends Football League. And it yeah. is fucking phenomenal. For a reason. Those women when, go when it first started. Or... <laughs> But when it first started, how terrible really was the Oh, my God. It was, yeah. I will say this. Like, watching, trying to watch one of the quarterbacks throw a pass was horrible. But the hits were still legit. Those women played their hearts out and literally tried to injure each other, even from the very first game. There was no, there's never been any holding back with the amount of, physical force that's ever gone in on that sport. The only thing I've never liked about it is that when you go to watch it, they still make it seem like it's some sort of weird Pornhub compilation because you can't watch a game from, you can't watch a game from first kickoff to last kickoff straight through. They're constantly cutting and chopping it and, and only showing like the highlight. Look, dude, if we watch the NFL like that, nobody would want to watch the NFL either. It's yeah, they, they do like, this. I don't need every super slow mo on a on a yeah. girl going down and her butt jiggling. It's like, but, but yeah, like, but they also like all they do is they just cut to the next big hit or they cut to the next big play. Like you don't see anything in between. It's like, all right, first and ten, fourth and five, and you're like, what the <laughs> f- what just happened? <laughs> I want to watch the game. Like, legitimately, I enjoy watching that sport. Like, and my wife will tell you <laughs> because. She's caught me watching it, thinking I was looking at something wrong. I've been like, no, 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 watch this. Watch here. I'm going to rewind this. Yep. And she's like, oh, is she dead? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's why I I'm watching. Know. Could be. I'm, that's why I'm watching. But yeah, I mean, with the 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 female the, the women's division now, I mean, there's there's some serious athleticism mm-hmm. combinations. Their move sets. It's it's far beyond a lot of the matches that I watch. With from the men, I mean, it's like it, they go out there, they they flop each other around, they try to throw a, a couple of their finishing moves at each other, and then all of a sudden somebody comes out with a chair, smacks them in the head when no one's looking, and the match is over. And yeah. it's like, well, that was anticlimactic. And women then the women come out there, it's out there for 15, 20 minutes, and they're yeah. throwing each other all over the ring. Women's wrestling has really taken a a a very positive turn, in my opinion. Um, when it comes to uh, professional wrestling entertainment, I think they're going in the right direction. And like Bomber said, I'm sorry. Like 
I really enjoy watching the women's wrestling matches more than I do the guys. And it has nothing to do with their, with their builds or their bodies or it has to do with natural raw talent. And honestly, the women have better stories, storylines going on than any of the guys. Yeah. Like they know how they know how to do it and they're building it right. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. No, it's awesome. No, it's good. That was, that was a good wrestling chat. Can we wrap up the wrestling chat with some really mind-blowing fact that I found earlier? Oh, yes, yeah. Please, God, yes, yes. So when we were talking about Roman Reigns, I Googled him as producer of the show. He's not he the has, producer of the show. You are. He's not no, the producer of the show. show. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. Me. I was going to say, we don't have that kind of budget here. All right, no, we don't. He's a hard get. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns has four famous wrestling cousins. Mm-hmm. He is cousins with Rikishi, mm-hmm. Umaga, mm-hmm. Yokozuna, Yokozuna, and Sam Fatu. Uh-huh. All I, the same family. I couldn't is it, is, isn't he isn't he Samoan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's he's got way more cousins than than what you just mentioned, then trust me. I thought he was related oh. to the rock too. So as somebody that was in the military for 20 the years wiki right now, that was just on like the quick hits. He was I'm also in you... the shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love how surprised he was and nobody else in here was. They were like, yeah, that's how he started, bro. Oh, I didn't. So, Listen. No, that's how he started. And he never spoke a word, never said a word. He was the quietest guy in the shield. He was the guy that always stayed in the background and he was just the muscle. And I was really happy to see that they. Oh, advanced I thought he was on like the TV show, The Shield. No, oh god. Oh, yeah. that's why I was surprised. Right. Somebody help this man. On, like, I could see the surprise if that's what he was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, he's like that. and he was on the shield. Well, no, because I'm looking through the wiki like, and it's bad, like you know? the shield in April 2014. Like there was no professional wrestling in the shield. No. <laughs> <laughs> so might have made it better. So, one last little thing I'm gonna mention before we move over to the picker wheel. I'm sure we're only gonna have time for like one picker wheel. Um as somebody that was in the military for 20 years, and again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to make the statement all the time. I am not racist. <laughs> I just, I see stereotypes and observe them. That's all that I'm saying. In the military, every duty station I was at, there was at least one to two Samoans that worked in the supply unit. And they all knew each other. And if you want to talk about a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours situation, that's it. You want to get something done in the military, at least in the army, you want to get something done, find a Samoan, talk to him, let him know what you need. He's going to talk to 20, 30 other units on that post. And within two hours, you're going to have what you need. Because that is that is a family. That That is the legitimate definition of family has your back, not your blood. And if you want to talk about close-knit families, Samoans. Some all day, all day. Yeah. Much yeah. respect for Samoans, man. The amount of family that's embedded in that culture is unsurpassed. That's awesome. No, that's that's awesome. No. You can't exactly duck them on American Samoa, though. There's really probably not too much places to go to be like, oh man, it's cousin Ricky. <laughs> 
So, Matt, what do we got for the picker wheel, brother? Sorry, I, I really <laughs> no. ran along this time. I'm sorry. No, no, there's nothing about That was a good free-flowing, and that's what we've mixed things up to be. I want it to be something that we love. Oh, that's it. why I picked that topic. I knew it, you know what I mean? And uh, this was good. People in there, you know, like, look at John. John's like, fellas, I'm enjoying your show. And we appreciate you, John. You know what I mean? And if you want to see the rest of the comments that we don't feature, John, you can come over to the YouTube and you'll uh, you'll you'll see all of these amazing people in here as well. And speaking of amazing people, before we get into the picker wheel, because last week we spun uh, our take on VR pub socializing. I forgot to do any research on there. That's not a two minute conversation. Oh yeah, because we were supposed to like all try to get together. Yeah, we still need to do. We also still need to do uh, phasmophobia. Yes. Which James I was going to talk. Jackson. I'll talk to you about once we get done with here, because you, me, and Richie, I think we'll be able to do it on the, one of the days this weekend if you have time. Hell yeah, we'll figure something out for sure. But I just want to give, as promised, I believe I promise. Shout out to all our YouTube members, all the people that press the join button: Nita, Auto Metal Queen, Zach Sweeney. That's him. Toby's Army, Bomber Five Two One. That's three of the four of you. Kush Kelly, C T Anderson, Grim Lock, Elo and Lalita. So thank you guys. I appreciate you. We're going to leave you scrolling on the bottom. We can't uh yeah, but yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do a phasma. And we're going to figure yeah. it out. We're probably going to do like a cool little stream on uh, on some networks and stuff. It's going to be fun. It was something that came up on the Tuesday show, which is Triple T. If you're enjoying this, head on over there. It's funny TikTok videos. You'll probably like it if you don't, then that's on us. We'll we'll give you all of the money back from today's show. Just <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. We're going to spin one and see if we can do this in a, a quick one i think we'll knock out phasmophobia as a test and i'll record it the first time we can't do it. we can't do this one yeah, quickly no, no we can't do oh this no. <laughs> no that one just came up tonight and as soon as i saw it i was like this is gonna get violent <laughs> it always gets spun like whatever's asked it seems like all right so we're gonna we're gonna see if we got a a quicker one on here because that's that's not gonna be the one I, i'm a big boxing fan like these guys and oh Okay, I don't know. We could knock this out quick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go quick. Mine is eight hours. I can do eight hours, and after eight, I get annoyed. Let's put this into context. Okay. What's the purpose of the drive? Let's let's do it like this. What's the purpose of the drive, hey, and that will determine. What'd you guys that? Said okay, Brandon. <laughs> well, I need some, I need what are we? What are we? What is the what is the intent of our drive? Like of our travel. Is it for like, or, or for like a job for work, or to go see family, or is it to go to like, you're, you're wanting to go check out a concert that you've always wanted to see? Like, let's what's go the concert? Okay, okay, let's go concert. Farthest to drive for a concert? How far would you go? Uh, I'm going like five and a half hours Tuesday, so that's one way. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'll give you so mine because my mine's mine's gonna be like almost a polar opposite of yours. I will give you forty five minutes for me to drive to a concert. <laughs> I, I did eight hours round trip. Holy shit! I did I did from Ogdensburg to Buffalo and back in one night. That's fun. Yep, it was awesome though. Actually, dance, Gavin, dance. There it was go. awesome. Uh, I, How yeah, long we're was going the concert. How long was the concert? Doors were at. Uh, seven headliner took the stage at about 10 show got over. We got out at about probably quarter to midnight. Didn't get on the road until probably one. Okay. So one o'clock and the doors open when you said 10 doors were at seven, seven. And so we were you there were there. Four, so you, wait, wait. So you, you were there four. you drove four to get there. And four, yep. so you spent 
twice as long on the road as you did at the event. Yeah, and it was a standing event, so I didn't even get to like, Whole... sit down and catch my breath. Hmm. Hey, four but... four openers and a headliner. We didn't miss a single track. Tyler O'Grady, if you're still in the show, still in the chat. He did. Sound he off, did. He did, he did forty-two in three days. Forty-two hours in three days. One time driving. Oh yeah, because he went to Arizona. Yeah. Well, I mean, but uh, yeah, and the one I, we're I going to. Oh, go ahead, Bomber. I technically for a show because I used to do production work. Um, technically, to, to one that you went to one that you went to watch, Bomber, not uh, one that you went to work at. See, yeah. that's why um, I said work or entertainment or. See, you tried cheating, you little bastard. Doesn't count. Uh, no, there's no first place on this one. Seven? Seven. Round trip or one way? One way. All right. And, oh. it was, it was, and it was an overnight and then come back. Yep, that's what we're doing. We're going to watch Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill Tour. Ooh, I'm pretty jealous, actually. So, I, I, uh, and, the, and the work one was, I can't remember how many hours, but it was from here to Colorado in, in the summer. Wow, yeah, that's a good one. Who so you're, you're in Ohio, right? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make, I wanted to put that in perspective for everybody else that was watching. <laughs> yeah. No, Ohio to Colorado <laughs> in a, in a <laughs> semi with a guy that was this Italian guy that was about five foot two, maybe five foot one, and uh, probably You're with Damon. Uh, no, I don't think he he could hang like Damon. <laughs> but um, yeah, little well, Italian I guy had stories that. from since you know he. he was like, yeah, when I was on tour with Rolling Stones. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. I did get quite a people to drive here. So there's there's plenty of people that can tell you that they've drove. Nine hours. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Driving stinks. But either way. Um, oh, yeah. So next Tuesday, Triple T is going to be canceled. I just remembered. I'm going to be at the show. What? Yeah. yeah. I just remembered. Give me access. I'll run that shit. Toby. All right, we'll figure Toby, this out. Toby does it. All right, we'll figure this out. All right, that's all we got. He's like, Toby's got it, bro. Toby's got it. He's addicted now. He's got. He's got to do it. All right, we'll do the thing. There'll be a show Tuesday. Toby is going to handle this, and uh, that's all we got. All right, that's the end of the show. Thank you, Bomber, for coming on. I greatly appreciate it, Producer Zach. Good to see you on camera. I think if you Thanks don't like it, then just send me an email. Shoot me in a message on Instagram and be like, get that mug off there. Uh, if everybody shows up next week, he might be back just camera, uh, mic only. But either way, and as always, thanks, Toby. We're going to uh, we're gonna chat backstage. Can't thank everybody enough. And again, uh, you'll see these guys on Tuesday, some of them, some form of combination. But again, uh, that's all we got. That was fun. That was a good time. That was a good time. I'm going to do the outro now. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. What about now? Still ready? What you got, Zach? You going to give us something again? Oh, yeah. Now's your time. Today's show is brought to you by Chex Mix. Boo, it's not at all. Now they're going to flag us for... because uh, I, I God, there went the whole show. Monetization. You just ruined the whole monetization. Now you owe us at least $27. Damn it! $27? You can't say the S word. It's brought to you by or our friends at. Unreal. All right, producer Zach is officially fired. Gotta go. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.